Build a stunning band website in minutes with Bandzoogle. Go to Bandzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, I'm joined by, well, I shouldn't say always, been off for <laughs> three or four weeks here, usually uh, joined by Jay Gilbert. And Jay, you've held the fort down for the last three weeks. Yeah, three weeks? I think so. Something like it, that. It's not the same without you, brother. I mean, I, I, I love doing it, it um, but I missed you. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, you know, um, I was out dealing with with family issues. Um, my father passed away, so I took the time to go be with him in his hospice care right through his last breath. You know, yeah. it's an incredible, um, heavy experience to yeah. watch somebody take that last breath. Yeah, and I thought your images were beautiful. I saw some of the Thank photos you. you posted on socials. Um, as we talked about offline, I was so moved by it that I scheduled some time and I'm going to get on a plane tomorrow and go see my parents. So, you know, family first, family first, you, you know, I, I was fortunate to know this had been planned out. This had been going on for over a year. So we knew it was going to lead up to this and, my dad was able to say, okay, I'm going to stop my dialysis treatment on this date. And you pretty much know within 10 days of stopping dialysis, a person passes on. So, you know, we were able to plan it all out. And, you know, I simply was like, okay, I got the word. This is his last day. I'm flying out, going to be there. And as I told you, I'm like, I'm just going, I'm not going to make myself available for recordings usually when i've gone to minnesota in the past yeah i can That's jump different. out and do a recording but here That's it was different. like no yeah. i don't want to even and i'm glad you didn't don't even want to deal with that you know it's just like i'm here for family so yeah family yeah. always comes first so yeah. but it's good to be back it's um you know getting your feet wet again and up to speed and catching uh, up on everything yep exactly exactly um so before we uh get into this week's discussion let me um what are we doing here i'm so out of practice here <laughs> uh, let's, let's you, do you a shout out our sponsors there or? we go let's do a yeah. shout out to our supporters it's like you know you, you I know, break, you like, break a habit you're like wow Okay. Get back on that bicycle, Mike. Get back on that bicycle. Yep. So uh, thanks to Bruce and Hypebot mm -hmm. and Vans in town for all you do to support us. And, of course, to our paid sponsors, which let me remind everybody, if you're interested in sponsoring the Music Biz Weekly podcast, reach out to either Jay or myself. We would be Please. more than happy to speak with you. Yep. Um, but Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your merch, and music commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscriptions, mailing lists, tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. 
Banzoogle put together a great little offer for our listeners. Head over to banzoogle.com, register, try it for free for 30 days. And when you register, use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, and you will get 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, t-shirts online and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money. That's a lot of streams. That's a lot of marketing. That's a lot of promotion. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So we got a great offer from Disc Makers. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs. And let's be honest, if you're doing any sort of performing or got any sort of following, you should be able to move 100 CDs on your own. So place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, and you will save up to $150 in shipping costs. So um, no guests this week. It's getting rescheduled, which is kind of good. It's nice to get back into yeah, the flow of especially things. Especially your first us. back. Yep. But, uh, you know, you threw out an idea, which actually is is really a great idea about not so much marketing plans, yeah. but more marketing checklists is what I would call it. Because, exactly. Because I, d- I don't want people to get the idea we're saying marketing plans are not important. Because overall, that marketing strategy is extremely important. Mm-hmm. But you, you've probably got your thoughts on this as well. Sure, sure. I've... I've I've had countless clients where you will work out this marketing plan and inevitably it never gets followed. And it can be for a multitude of legitimate reasons, Mm -hmm. but it never gets followed. And you always sit back and go, God, you know, we spent weeks putting this plan together and day one, we're already throwing it out the window. Mm -hmm. I know from my personal experience, I'm finding that, checklists are much more valuable than a full written out plan strategy description however you want to describe it because first of all checklists are much easier for people to kind of absorb and take in yeah okay yes 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 no that hasn't been done that hasn't you know that's easier to understand and frankly Anything that goes into a whole marketing plan has to be derived from a checklist of assets and tasks anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got your task list, your asset list in front of you and you develop everything there, it's going to be used and executed on. That's right. I think you need to just put together a timeline, which is sort of what the you know, the marketing plan is supposed to be, but you're absolutely right. What's happened with marketing plans is they're, they've become largely theater where you put together this great plan. Here's my plan for touring and for merch and for publicity and marketing. And you get it all down there and then you send it to the team and everybody's, wow, this is impressive. Okay. This is great. 
But unless it's a living, breathing document that you review every week on your weekly meetings, it gets old and stale really quickly, to your point. It's not used. So what we've done is we still do marketing plans for that initial kickoff, just to make sure everybody knows who's on the team, who's handling what. And, and this could be for the new Travis Tritt record, or it could be for a local band that's playing their first gig you still need to have a plan, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that street team may be your mom, dad, boyfriend, girlfriend. It doesn't matter what level you're at. You still need to plan everything out. So to your point, we, we stopped kind of doing these ongoing marketing plans. We'll do that initial one, but we've put together kind of what we call, instead of a marketing plan, we call it a release planner. And that's the checklist that you alluded to. And we can kind of go through one today. The, the example that we have is really separated by, here's what you need to do at least 90 days out, right? Now, some people would argue it should be six months out, but we won't get into that debate. Let's just say that nine, 90 days and beyond, here's some things you need to do. Then it's, at the 60 day mark, you better make sure you have these things aligned, then the 30 day mark. And then there's some things that you can't really do until street week. You know, I encourage people every, every Friday street date that you have, have a, a list of the top retailers, you know, and when I say retailers, I'm talking about, you know, is it on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, is it on YouTube, is it spelled correctly, you'd be surprised when we do store checks, sometimes there's one or so missing every couple of weeks, yep. like where, where's Pandora, sometimes they're a little bit late getting yeah. up, Yep, that sort of thing. Yeah, no, you're you're 100 right, and and I've actually found that I've developed two checklists: one that's more artist focused, and one that's more focused towards the label. Ah. Um, because the label, you know, if if I'm whether I'm hired by a label or by the artist, there's things the label is clearly responsible for. Yeah, you know. And that's simple things like the artist, the exact artist name this is going to be released under, the mm -hmm. exact title of this release, what are the formats, what are your suggested retail prices that you want to sell this for? Yeah, what, what territories? The territories. Um, anything along those lines that are very specific to the label slash distributor that are their responsibilities you know yeah when when are they setting the pre-order date when is the release date what are the grat tracks what are the dates the grat tracks drop yeah um things that yes everybody on the team is going to need to know but the art, if I ask the artists this stuff, the artists, are like, I don't know. Their eyes are going to roll back in well, their and, heads. And, that's, and they, frankly, yeah. they don't know that because that's the label's job to pull all that together and disseminate it. So there's that checklist that goes out to the label when I'm working with them of like, okay, I need all this information. But at yeah. the same time, I send another checklist out to the artist and their team. And that's everything like, all right, give me your website URL. Give me every single social network you've registered, whether they're active yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, you, you may know, need login credentials. For lo this. Login credentials if I need it. Okay, where, you know, I need, 
your approved bio. I need your approved band photos. I need approved headshots. I need approved logos. I need approved album yeah. artwork. Yeah. Stuff like that tends to come more from an artist than the label. And, and then I throw in that checklist various things that are going to be part of the marketing moving forward. Like, okay, artist, I need you to record a two-minute video clip every track telling the story behind the song. Yep. You know, something that could be used for a Pandora story, something that could just be used in a YouTube video. Sure. Radio might use it. Uh, press and might use so it. So just it's great content yeah. that can be repurposed. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I need somebody in the band to record all these clips. And, you know, here's the directions. I don't want music in these clips. I don't want background noise in these clips. I don't want you recording this sitting at your kitchen table. You know, I want, I want to try and create an atmosphere, but send, yeah. you know, yeah. and anything else like, okay, artists, do you have great old reviews from your last release? Now, granted, we're not promoting that, but you yeah. know, as a marketing there might person, be some poll quotes, you can get really creative with poll sure. quotes. Yeah. That don't mention the old album's name, but say, boy, this band kicks ass. Yeah. Rollingstone.com. It's not specific, yeah. but we can use that. Yeah. Um, do you have old reviews? Do you have, you know, I've, I've started pushing artists for stuff like that. Do you have, I've got my own media list, but artists, do you have your own? Do you have people that over the years have been big supporters of you? They've done anything you've asked of them. Assemble that list and send it over to us so we can, one, make sure they get the information. Mm -hmm. And two, we can make sure they get it first right off the bat. And maybe we can get an early quote from them. You know, a lot of times when you're putting together a one sheet, you want to throw three quotes about how great sure. this album is. Well, you haven't released it yet. But, yeah. you know, that's where you go out and give select people in radio and media a link to a spot, uh, a SoundCloud playlist and go, hey, do us a big favor. We know you're a big fan. What do you think? Listen, listen to yeah. this. Give me your quote. And we're going to use it in marketing material. And boom, that first press release comes out and you've already got an incredible quote from two or three people. That's the sort of stuff that's in this checklist that I'm that's trying right. to gather up front. Because what I've found is so many times in a marketing plan, when a time comes to say, okay, I'm now, we're now going to be approaching and ready to release the behind the scenes video clips. Well, now they're slammed, they're busy, they can't get to it. Okay, we cross that off the marketing plan. It would have been great, but we'll take it off and we'll find something. If I can ask it up front in a, an asset yeah. requirement list, you're much more likely to get that material. And I may sit on it for three months until we're yeah. ready to use it, but at least I know I got it. So yeah. I feel like those checklists become yeah. much more powerful than sure. an overall plan. It's easier for everybody on the team yeah. to follow a checklist. Yeah. And, and honestly, to me, they're, they're all focusing on the same thing, you know, whether this is a planner, which is what I call it, it, it. A marketing plan is about planning. A checklist is about planning. 
a planner. You know, this is all about getting ahead of things so you can be locked and loaded uh, when they're ready. You mentioned something about labels and uh, uh, the differences between kind of the roles and responsibilities. And I'm glad you brought that up because there's, there's been a lot of articles lately about distributors that are blurring the lines between what a label does and what a distributor does. Yep. And putting that aside for a second, there are some traditional things that you reference um, that are a label's responsibility. And what I'd like to offer up is I, I have a PDF that I share with people. And the reason I put this thing together and I put it together um, with some folks at distribution like uh, Randall Foster over at Symphonic, you know, uh, helped me out with that a little bit. And some folks over at InGrooves helped me out with it. And the reason I put this thing together is it shows the roles and responsibilities typically of a label and right. also versus distribution. And I will send that to you and we can, we can share that as well as this uh, kind of planner that we're talking through today for anybody that wants to use it. Now, none of it's cut and dry. Everything's fluid. It's some, all moving. Some, some, you know, there might, like I'm looking at my, my label release kickoff and there's two, four, six, eight, ten. 10. There's probably 20 plus items on here. Not every release is going to have that's right all of these or need them all. Like, you know, one of these items is the lyrics for each song. Okay. If you don't get the lyrics, it's not going to stop this release, yeah. but it's great to have it. You know, yeah, most of our distributors require it now, you know, yeah, um, they, 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 for they, a variety of reasons, yeah. but it's, but you're right. You can still release without it. You can still release out, you and know, what if you're a jazz you, thing that doesn't have lyrics, you know, it could you, be instrumental, you know, are there explicit tracks? Yes. Do you have very special important. guests who are the songwriters production yeah. credits, yep. um, you know, a quote from the label about the release. So when you put it in the, a press release announcing the album, you can say so-and-so the president of such label is extremely excited to release this first album by, you know, whatever yeah. it is. These, this yeah. is, this is something to get you thinking about the various pieces of information yeah. that are going to be required. And a lot of the label stuff is information they need in order to set it up for a release when they input it into their distribution system you know any any of us whether you use cd baby or tune core you know there's a variety of fields you've got to fill out and it's always better to have all that information gathered up front than it That's is to right. start running for it as you're logged in going oh now i need this where is it um, that's the point it's so important so, so that's that's the release kickoff for the label but you know and 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 actually as i'm looking at my lists here i've got you know a press release task mm -hmm. list okay what do we typically need for press releases well we need cover artwork we need band photos we need about copy for the label about copy for the band we need links to all your socials smart mm -hmm. urls album details track listings with songwriters who are the band members a quote from the label a quote from yep. the band you know all of these things so when it's time to start talking about your press release yep. somebody can sit here and go okay uh joe's gonna get that one mark's getting that one steve's getting that one the label's responsible for that 
You're now you're now your now your publicist can sit back and go, okay, now I know who to follow up and and nudge when yeah. something's not coming yeah. in. Yeah. And one thing I would add to the press release that's so important, and you're gonna need this for every song, every release. And for the artists, is that narrative? Why should yeah. anyone care? What's their story? What is the narrative? And you and I have talked about that many times. It's crucial today because when you enter a song in Spotify's submission tool, for example, you're required now to put in that narrative. And I'm just talking about two sentences, three tops. That, like if you're in an elevator for 20 seconds yep. with a long lead TV booker or somebody important, what are you going to say about you as an artist? What are you going to say about this release? And everybody on your team has to be on the same page with that narrative because that's what makes it so important. So everything you mentioned for that press release, you know, that's all crucial. But you said something that I think is really important. If you do this ahead of time and you have these conversations ahead of time and you get planned ahead of time, then when you go enter it into in-groove system or CD baby system or whatever, you're not sitting there going, Oh gosh, what was that thing? And what are the publishing splits? You're trying and to call somebody on the golf course or on vacation or, <laughs> Oh my God, you know, I'm sure you've had it. Oh, are the artist who designed the artwork is gone for two He's weeks. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, I got a hat. So I, that for, for me, because a lot of this will touch what I do and what you do. Yeah. I like to sit here and go, okay, I know on my calendar now I've got to start working on the press release. And yeah. I just go into the Dropbox folder and there's everything I need. And I just start assembling it. And here's your first draft team. Take a look yeah. at it as opposed to, okay, our press release is coming out a week from Thursday and I'm getting started on it now. Who's going to give me all of these assets? Yep. Now you're under the gun and that never works out well. No. And you just Some, mentioned something. I think something's yes. going to be wrong. Yeah. You, you just mentioned something, whether it's Dropbox, Google Docs, Slack, whatever tools you use, uh, you know, we, we can have a whole nother conversation about those tools, but there's so many great tools out there, many of them for free or low cost, where you can organize all of this stuff into folders and everybody's sharing and operating off of the same thing that can be very powerful so then then it's not like oh my gosh um everybody's emailing michael um where's where's the banner set for socials where where's that bio it's like everything is in one place and everybody knows where to get it and they know the most recent version is there and there's a folder there for example with approved photos so that, you don't have to call exactly, michael every week michael exactly. i need that photo well like okay well you've got the link they're all there. Everything's yep. you need to have that centralized place for all of these things. That part part of what's in my my checklist to the artist is just that. I will create a, a shared Dropbox folder. I will share it to everybody in the team. And in this folder, I require the artist team to upload live photos, approved studio photos bios, long bios, short bios, album cover artwork, logos, logos that are black and white, logos that are color. I mean, we know all of the different iterations that you might need at some point in time. And, and what's key to all of that is I don't want anything uploaded that is not approved. Absolutely. Nothing should go in this folder that is not approved. If, if there is 
work in progress, create another folder called work in progress, not yeah, approved. Exactly. Because when myself or anybody on the team is in the, in a crunch and we will inevitably be there at some point and somebody's going, I gotta have a horizontal black and white photo of the band by lunchtime today. Yep. I want to be able to go right into that Dropbox folder, go right into the approved folder, find that exact photo and send it without having to ask anybody, is this the right photo? Am I, am I okay to send this? Yep. If it's in approved, it's explicitly given me permission That's right. or anybody permission to use it as needed. Yeah. If yeah. you got to edit it, that's a whole different story. But if all you're going to do is send out a logo, that's the approved logo. You can send it. You don't have to ask anybody questions. Yep. The other thing that I think is really important and may not go in that share drive, but we always keep it on our planners is at the very beginning, you know, there's things like artist title, what configurations, because some people are making cassettes. Some people are making yep. vinyl. Now they're making, you know, whatever thumb drives so under configurations make sure everybody's on the same page with all of that in the production times but the the thing i wanted to mention is the the project goals and i think that's really important to keep everybody on the same page with and you and i've talked a little bit about this everybody has different goals some people want to put more butts in the seats some people want accolades you know some of my jazz clients it's really big for them to play the village vanguard and to get a good review and downbeat and things like that that's important to them and they make so much of their revenue on the road that it's all about touring and less about sales streams and downloads but i think having people really be honest about what what are the goals for this release now the last one we streamed this much and we grew this much on our socials and we got these reviews and now for this one maybe we have some targets like are we ready for a tiny desk are we ready for you know uh, pitchfork maybe maybe not but what is realistic let's set some goals because then along the way you can kind of go wow you know we accomplished a b and c we're not quite there yet with this. And it, it really helps with the conversation to, and to know if you're underperforming or overperforming. It can't just be about streams. No, it, it, it definitely can't. I mean, we've said that so many times. It's not just about streams. It's about the, the entire picture of your career. You know, I've, I'm working with a client now where I'm like, okay, you know, our, our main goals right now prior to this release we need to build an email list and I want to build bands That's and town good trackers. Good one. That's it. Push that, push that, get your social media team to push those two things over and over, get creative, you know, Hey, you know, when we finally start touring next year, make sure you don't miss that first show announcement, track us on bands in town. Um, yeah. It's, it's, you've got to set some of those goals and they're going to change. They sure. should be changing through the sure. course of your release. Now that the release is out, maybe the goal now is we want to get a lot of reviews on Amazon. Okay. So now the strategy is we want to push our fans to go to amazon.com and leave a, action. Yeah. leave a review and then find the good reviews and bring them back and reshare them on social. Um, it's, ever evolving yeah but 
part of all of that is in this checklist basically but at least you're on the same page you're on the it, same right? page and to your to your point when release day hits there's a whole nother checklist of okay it's now boy instead of make sure you change that header that's said for the last coming months, soon coming soon right? and pre-order it now is out now buy it Mm -hmm. um you know and the bio copy you know the little copy even on instagram might say pre-order now well it should now be chained you know you've got to have a checklist of all these little things that you need yeah. to update that you need yeah. to change to your point you want to go in and make sure everything is live you know is it live is it spelled correctly? crucial crucial um yeah. you know did you actually purchase it and download it you know we've said this over and over again is the metadata correct when i drop that that iTunes purchase into my iTunes player what's the metadata say yeah you know grant grant granted if it's not correct it's not a simple overnight quick fix yeah but it's a fix that needs to happen and yeah. and and frankly if you follow these checklists months in advance part of the labels checklist is the correct metadata yeah you know i want the label to send me approved mp3s and wave files mm -hmm. um and i want to import them for two reasons i want to upfront look at the metadata and i'm still shocked how far out in advance labels have zero metadata on their musical files mm. you know and partially I think they they're like, well, well, we'll update that metadata when we upload it to the distributor. Well, and also what they'll tell you is uh, wave files are notoriously bad at holding on to data. All the, the same, the same, the same can. data. Right. Yeah. And 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 from a marketing standpoint, I want both formats because I will have some radio stations that only want MP3 files, and yeah. I'll have some radio stations that only want wave files. Yeah. So you got to make both available and let them pick what they want yeah. and you provide as much metadata in those files as the format allows but you know i guess what i was getting to is when you upload your data into TuneCore, you you you've put a lot of that metadata in there so you might sit there and go well it doesn't matter if it's embedded in the the wave file right off the bat true but that's for the user who makes the purchase and downloads it. That's not for your team member who a month before the release is sending out the wave files to get you a review and the label didn't put metadata in it. Yeah, it's really important. And you, you mentioned something earlier, and, and I think this is so important. We buy our products when they come out. We buy them to see if that metadata is correct like you were telling me a story one time where you you got a cd of one of your i think it was one of your clients but you put it in and like it didn't have the track names like they didn't embed you know the metadata in there and those no, are the there, things there was that, no artist name there was no album name there was literally no data yeah and that's that those are things that you have to check like we do a new release store check on fridays and i'm just going to read off a couple of the things that we check so for every release on friday i get up in the morning and i check amazon music unlimited i check amazon mp3 amazon music hd so those are three different sources and you think well i'm delivering it to amazon of course it's going to go to all three 
Not necessarily. Um, you have Apple Music and iTunes. You have Deezer, YouTube Music, not YouTube, YouTube. That's different. Right. Pandora, Cobuzz. Um, we like looking to see if the high def audio is being delivered properly, Spotify and Tidal. Then I, I have all of the smart speakers here that are on the market and I can't name them because they'll all start talking to me. But I'll say, hey, device, play such and such. And we check. And I would say eight times out of 10, it plays fine. But sometimes it doesn't because we've got two artists that have the same name as other artists things that you have to watch for and you have to plan for in the metadata. And the last few things that we check is, is it live and mentioned on the artist website? It shouldn't say to your point coming soon, coming soon. today's street date. It should say out now. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many times you go onto the website and it's not there at all, or their last release is there. Yep. yep. So you got to plan for this. The other one, YouTube pseudo videos. Everybody knows that a pseudo video is just the album art with the audio bed. And that's because YouTube is the number one streaming service for audio, not Spotify. And most distributors today auto generate auto those. do that for you. Yeah. So if you have the orchard, if you have, you know, in grooves, whatever, they're going to auto generate those. We like to create our own too, because then we control the metadata and we'll put in the lyrics and we'll put in the smart URL and all that stuff that maybe the distributor might not do. So artist website, label website. If you have a label, you want to make sure that they're promoting the right thing. And then the last thing, which I think is really important is there's a line in our checklist that says, what happens when you Google it? And on Fridays, we'll take it, artist, title, boom, and we'll Google it and we'll see what comes up. Sometimes it's amazing. Sometimes it's like, you know, YouTube and it'll say Amazon or there'll be an article in Pitchfork or whatever. And then other times it's your previous release. It's somebody else's band. It's so... These are things that you don't want to leave to chance. You want to plan for these ahead of time and then check people on street date, check these things. Check them. And, and, you know, one of the things you mentioned was, you know, Apple music for artists, Spotify for artists, yes. Amazon music for artists. Um, they can, they are hit and miss about how quickly and how easily you can claim a profile. That's right. I've had Spotify where I've claimed one in the morning and by afternoon it was approved. Me too. I've had Apple music where it's taken a week. I've yeah. had Amazon. That just happened to me. I've had Amazon where two months later, I still have heard nothing oh my back gosh. from them. I mean, Amazon, wow. frankly, is a whole nother can of worms that I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not loving their system, but the point being, you don't, you don't want to claim those day of your release. You want to claim them far out in advance. And even more so, and this is a discussion you have to have uh, with your label. If this is your very first release, you don't have profiles to claim. Right. Those profiles are not created to claim until a release happens. Right. Which... 
but depending on your distributor like we we have two artists that just came out that didn't have any history and because one was through in grooves we just call in grooves they get us the uri early we get it all set up we can even get in to spotify for artists this was a month before the release came out and we put in the social links and the photos and the banner and all of that stuff now you can't do that with every dsp well, i was, I was going to say you, yeah. you can't do that if you're just releasing it yourself through TuneCore or cd baby that's not going to happen and and what i was getting to is and you know well you're sitting here going well what label releases through TuneCore or cd baby you'd be surprised uh, how many lot. small distrokid is like 40 percent of all things being released right now is coming yep. through distrokid yep so so you know it becomes a discussion where you might want to have with your label going okay um we can't we're not going to be able to claim a profile until we've got a release maybe we just throw up a throwaway single right now we don't even promote it just release it as quick as possible get the profile so the profiles are all created especially in the spotify world so you've got a spotify profile now because that way now you have access to spotify for artists and now you can do your spotify pitch if you don't create that spotify profile in advance of your first release you can't do a Spotify pitch because those Spotify pitches have to happen at least in seven advance days. Yeah. of the release. That's right. So, you know, I've, I've had a couple labels that were like, well, we never, we never knew that. I'm like, yeah, just, I don't care what single it is. It could be a freaking demo. I don't care. We're not promoting you it. You can take it down. And you later. can even take it down. Exactly. You can <clears throat> remove it once your full release is up. We just, it's sort of like, you know, it's prime in the pump is what you're doing here. You're getting these profiles all created across the board so you can link to something. So yeah. you can update something because, like I said, if it's your very first release and, and you're doing this entirely on your own, <clears throat> you're not going to be able to pull any favors and get access That's to a Spotify advice. for artists a month before that release. You're just... Right like everybody else the day it comes out the, is the day it gets created yeah and you said something really important and that is that sometimes it's great it happens in a day not always and i was telling you earlier about an artist that we did a kind of a rush late release and it took almost five days to get the um the apple music for artists together so you want to have that planning way ahead of time with this stuff. So not only can you get it claimed, but just getting the image approved, it's more challenging with Apple than it is on Spotify because Apple has this template and you have to have the eyebrows in yep. you know, below the certain line. And for one of my artists, I, it took me eight tries. Yeah, no, I, I've had, I've had this. Um, and they won't tell you, they'll give you the reasons why they won't approve it. But one of, uh, one of the reasons why you can't have anything on your shirt like a logo. So I Photoshopped. They just had some, it wasn't even a logo. It was just kind of artwork on their shirts. I Photoshopped that out, uploaded it. Nope, didn't work. Finally, what I found out on this one artist was the background was half black and half gray. And that was triggering this thing getting kicked out. So literally getting just the artist image up on Apple Music for this one artist took me almost 10 days. Yeah. So you I've need been, to I've build all that in. Yeah. I've been there. I mean, I've I've had, you know, Spotify profiles that have taken me two weeks to claim. 
Oh my gosh. Be- 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 because for whatever <laughs> reason, you, you know, I mean, frankly, it's very easy. You go in there, you put yes. in your email address, who you are, you connect. In my case, I just always connect their Twitter account and easy. it's done. Well, I had one time and I don't, it leads me to believe there's always a hundred percent manual reviews of these requests. It was kicked back going, well, that Twitter account, um, doesn't have your name listed on it. And I'm like, okay, I've never had to have my name listed on an artist's account. Well, you're the one claiming it. So we don't know if it's really you. I'm like, hmm. but I've got the login to this Twitter account. So therefore I should be finally team. What I had to do was I went into the bio on the Twitter account and said, for media information, contact Michael Branville. There you go. And then they're like approved. I'm like, <laughs> you know, so yeah. again, it took two weeks of back and forth when literally I, I claimed somebody else's profile just a week earlier doing the exact right. same process. And it was not a problem. Right. And the Crap point happened. is, if you tried to do that on street date, it would be two weeks past street date that you got it live as yeah. opposed to weeks before street date. Yep. 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 So all of these things are in that checklist. You know, when I send a checklist to the artist, one of it is add me as a team member to all of your music, Apple Music, Amazon, Spotify. Now, they may, they may come back and go, we don't have them. We don't know. I'm like, that's fine. Now I know. I'm like, yep. okay, now I need your Twitter login and I will go claim them. And then I will add you as a team member. So you've got access to all this stuff, but I've had other artists. It's like, yep, no problem. And then, you know, 24 hours later, you've got an invite to go join this artist. Yeah. Profile. Yeah. Asking yeah. that stuff up front because of a early. checklist early yeah. saves a lot of scrambling down the road. That's the and, idea. And, and, and yeah. again, I have found greater productivity comes out of checklists oh. and a, a fully fleshed yeah. out plan because yeah. again a checklist can be sent to the manager or the whoever's leading the band and go okay here's what i need and they look here's at that, what you're go, responsible for okay i will have steve do these three things and i'll take care of the rest of it that's yeah. easy for them to understand as yeah. opposed to well here's the concept and here's the strategy and here's what you know, again, I still feel like, and this isn't just for new, um, young artists. This is for old established artists as well. They just, to some extent, they just don't care. Just get it done is what they care. That's all they care about. Yeah. And sometimes they're putting out the fires that are in front of them. One of the reasons I love these checklists is I can put things in there that are way out in advance. For example, for every release that we do, we ask that they provide instrumental versions for sync licensing purposes. It's, it's pretty standard fare. But the one thing that a lot of people don't think about when someone goes in the studio, um, while you're in there, if you have time, record a holiday track or two. Yeah. And, you know, but they'll say, but it's July. And it's like, yeah. But then, you know, when it comes time in the fourth quarter, you've got something else to release and get, noticed by and talk about and there's so many holiday playlists and things like that so it's not about the instrumentals and it's not about the holiday music it's about 
getting way out in front uh, with this planner when you're talking to an artist, manager, label about a release cycle, right? Yep. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, uh, check out the information we've put in our show notes for the planners, the checklists we've got. I suspect for most of our listeners out there, if you were able to just focus on basically a simple planner slash checklist, you would accomplish quite a bit. You don't need a full-blown written out detailed marketing plan because let's be honest, one change and your whole marketing plan is thrown out the window for good or bad reasons, but a checklist is still valid all along. You're going to need these assets. Checklists in my mind are all about gathering the assets that are going to be needed for various things that you and I are going to do for the marketing. Absolutely. Ahead of time. Ahead as of early time. as possible. Ahead of time. I no don't want to, I don't want to wake up on a Monday going, well, you know, this ad is due tomorrow and I'm who's getting me these assets too late. Yeah. too late you end up with crap yeah you know follow a checklist 60 days in advance i mean i i love your idea of 30 days out 60 days out 90 days out i i take everything in my checklist and it's as Just early as list. possible yeah, yeah, one yeah. list as yeah. soon as the the triggers pulled that we're working this here's your list yeah. get me all of this we'll, stuff we'll I provide will. this and then they can change it people can change it any way they want to form fit. But remember, this isn't meant to be filled out, really. It's meant for your communication, for your weekly calls, for your planning, just so you can, you know, scribble in the margins like, oh, that's right. Michael's going to do this PDF one sheet. Oh, I need that Bands in Town campaign set up. And you can just kind of plan stuff out. And if you want to put it on a calendar, some people put it on a like a social posting calendar. Some people don't. Whatever works for you, whatever process works for you. But it's all about what Michael said early, early, early. Yep. Yep. So let us know how, how you how you approach this. You know, do you have your own checklist? I'd love, I love taking oh, other checklists yeah. and incorporate them into mine. Maybe you've got one item I didn't think of. I'll show you mine. Sh- if you sh- show me yours. <laughs> there you go. So share your checklists. Um, that's it. Huge shout out to all of our supporters and sponsors. Once again, Bruce at Hypebot, Bands in Town, Fanzoogle, and Discmakers.com. It. it means so much to us. If you're watching on, on YouTube, or listening on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes. We'll see everybody next week. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value.